know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! Ball Junk, episode 42, the Darcy Tucker edition. It's the gas man. Ooh. It's Frankie Knuckles. How's it going, buddy? You had to go Darcy Tucker. Yeah, you got to reach down into the barrels for number 42. Uh, I'm going to put my own out there. Collier PJ Brown episode of the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> New Orleans Hornets, Oklahoma City Hornets. Did he play for Oklahoma City? I'm not sure. And uh, Miami Heat and Boston Celtics. Champion. So My- how's it going in you know, this uh, this COVID world for you now, man? We uh, were a couple months since we did our last podcast, and uh, I really haven't done anything different than I was doing before. Yeah, I'm about the same. I've definitely started to branch outdoors a little bit more. Oh, uh, me too. Like I've, I mean, I've gone to backyard stuff and, you know, I went away for a week to a cottage, but definitely before then I didn't leave my house. Like I left maybe once every two weeks. So, uh, cases are down in Niagara. So I've been doing more stuff, but back to school starts today and probably going to shut it down a bit. And I, I don't have the highest hopes, but. Well, I have high hopes that everything goes well, but doubts that it will go well. Definitely. Yeah, like I've uh, I've seen, other than going to work, I spend most of my time, you know, at home. And I've seen one friend a couple of times and I went out for one beer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's all I've done since the beginning of March. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely gone to like some patios here in Welland a couple of times, but haven't gotten inside anywhere other than no, God, no shopping for necessities. Right. I do lots of stuff online. I like, I like this online stuff and film necessities such as tenant. That was the other exception. So you, you went to a theater. You didn't want to do the drive-in for that. Correct. But I have been to the drive-in twice. Okay. To see tenant. No, did not. Okay. Saw tenant twice in theaters. Wow. And now the one time we talked about it, you said you there was only one other person in the theater? No, so the one uh I rented it out for Jay and Sean and a couple other people. So You rented I, the theater out? Yeah. How does that work? Well, small cinemas at the Seaway are only 18 seats total. Okay. So I like t- I just bought all 18. It wasn't too bad because I needed to see it. And then I ended up seeing it again just waiting until there was no one in the theater at a three o'clock show waited about 10 minutes into previews, made sure no one was coming and then said, okay, I'll go see it again. Oh, wow. So I guess somebody messaged me online and asked if I went to your private viewing of tenants and I had no idea what they were talking about. (laughs) I, I would have, but, uh, I already, it was like actually full up. I had a couple people on the waiting list too. So, uh, just from people that had asked me, and inquired actually about private screenings when they were advertising them. And then that kind of, they took those away once major releases came up. So this was kind of a workaround, but wow. it was, it was a uh, slightly disappointing for, you know, the danger, 
I went through to see it. So right. So where would you rank Tenant on the rest of the uh, the Nolan films? Currently towards the bottom. Actively yeah. working on a heavy force feed to <laughs> get it up to a five out of five. Why do you feel the need to do that? Well, I'm starting to think that it's so confused. Like you will need your body has to reject it to accept Tenant is to accept the deterministic nature of the universe and ultimately come to grips with life's futility and our meaninglessness. And you don't want to understand it. If you do, you realize how pointless everything we do is. And that's why people reject it. It's rejecting um, a bad idea. And that to me is perhaps its goal. And it's uh, why I'm working hard to force feed that thing up to a masterpiece. But so far hasn't happened yet. I'm trying though. I'm definitely trying. How many times do you think you need to see it before you can convince yourself that it's a five out of five? Mm, I think I need at least two or three (laughs) more viewings. You're a true psychopath. 4k bump will definitely help. What if it's not released in 4k? (laughs) There's no chance. It's not released in 4k. (laughs) Absolutely zero chance. And the best part, I just realized, it's Warner Brothers. So when it gets released in 4K, there's no chance of any French on the on the spine. Oh, how did I had I not realized this before? Oh my God! Merry Christmas! I'll be getting Tenet in 4K in Walmart this November or December. Man, I'm uh, I'm excited for you. You should be. I uh, I have not been to the theater or or the drive-in to see anything. My first um, drive-in trip was really only two weeks ago, though. Like I did, oh, okay. It was I hadn't been going much until some new stuff came out. So saw Unhinged twice. Wow! I just see everything uh, twice now. Did you uh, Did you go inside for the concessions? I did. You did, yes. and how did you feel being in there? Fine. There wasn't it wasn't yeah. busy at all when I went in. Yeah, it was fine. I Lots mean, of masks. Basically, same thing as getting takeout somewhere. Or, right. Yeah. No, it was fine. Going for groceries. No big deal. Did you have poutine? No. What? Just popcorn. Man. Just popcorn. Just popcorn? Yeah. So on, uh, I've been spending my time uh, on, I've been watching a show on Amazon Prime. It was a show that was on when I was like eight years old. Um, and I remember watching it. It was a, and it was on for a few years. So it was on to, I don't know, probably up until like 1990, 1991, I think. Um, Can you and, say uh, the letter the show begins with? H. Okay. One word? One word. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, that's got to be like 84 to 90 or something like that? Yeah. I believe that's the years that it was on. Hunter? Yes. <laughs> With Fred so Dreyer? I remember watching this. Yeah, with Fred Dreyer. I remember watching the show when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, I think I really enjoyed that. And so I, I, I put on the pilot episode, instantly remembered the theme song. Um, I just remember, I doesn't it, he look down the barrel of a gun or something? Or isn't he looking down wait, a gun at the end or shooting a gun at the screen? There is a, a gun that goes in front of the screen, yes, and the barrel does point towards you. I might be confusing it. The show I was going to guess, although based on the time frame you said, I, I pegged you for a Sledgehammer fan. 
I did watch Sledgehammer. I think that was only on for like two it, years. It though. was. That's why I eliminated it, but yeah. also had, you know, fetishizing photography of a gun in the opening right. titles. So uh, what I've noticed about uh, Hunter, um, like unbelievably violent. Really? Like car chases and car crashes every episode. He never arrests anybody. <laughs> Everybody dies. Like, he blows everyone away. Um, it's, like, super homophobic, super misogynistic, um, like, very racist. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm surprised that a lot of these episodes are still airing, but um, the amount of gratuitous violence uh, has uh, kept me interested in the show. So I'm going to see if I can make it. Uh, through the seasons, it's been a long process because there's only so much Hunter one person well, could take in one shot. This is a time when seasons were like 22 episodes, and I believe Hunter was an hour-long show or yes, four, yeah. 42 minutes or so. So but It's a process. Quite the commitment. Yeah. Well, in terms of shows holding up, I've been – although I've taken a break. I was re-watching Cheers, and I mean, I'm sure it's not to the same degree as Hunter, but a lot of those comments still apply. Right. Yes. But hey, that was that was the 80s, man. Everything kind of goes in the 80s. Well, it was uh, certainly a different time. <laughs> in sports, too. Very different. Definitely. But I mean, last we talked, it was the return of sports. Yes. And I guess I was excited. I mean, mostly about the Pelicans. But I got to be honest, I have not watched much sports. I You know, I haven't either. I've actually watched more baseball than anything else. Really? I've not today was the first time I've watched I'll reveal this, you won't like it, but anyway. You, I, okay. I was debating switching to the Toronto Blue Jays as my favorite team for baseball. Wow. Just you know, the Orioles don't they just don't resonate with me as much anymore. I don't follow baseball as much. It's not that I dislike them or anything like that, but I was like, I could go to Blue Jays games. I basically, both teams are reset. I have a kind of a clean slate for both teams. So I thought I, I might try to watch Blue Jays games, obviously, because every Blue Jays game is uh, televised. Right. But I tried to watch the first game or at least a couple innings. I'm like, this is so boring. I just can't do it. <laughs> Buck Martinez, along with other stuff, I'm just nope. This is Buck, not Buck is Buck <laughs> Martinez is the worst. <laughs> this is not happening. He's, he's so bad. Like what I do is I uh, uh, obviously I, when I watch MLB TV and I watch the Orioles, I just you know watch the the Masson uh, feed. But when they're playing the Blue Jays, it's blacked out. So mm-hmm. I just put on Sportsnet, but I mute it and I turn on the Orioles radio feed. It doesn't. You know, it's it's about two seconds off, but it's still it's way sure. way better. And the uh, you're the equ- equivalent of the at home version of the person would always have the transistor yes. radio with the game at the at the ballpark. And I'm loving the local Baltimore area radio commercials. Nice for like you know Louis Bowling. And, uh, you know, Gary's car wash. I love that. <laughs> That's pretty it's fantastic. Good. It's one of my favorite things about it. 
But uh, and I think it's mostly because when I, I just I don't particularly notice the fans not being there. You know, you, you, like they have that the, the ambient noise playing, so it sounds like chatter. You know, when it's uh, quiet at ball games, and you know they have the the organ music and all that stuff. And it's uh, I find that it uh, it's not as noticeable. Uh, as some of the other sports, you know, I, I, I haven't watched a full NHL game, but I've watched a little bit, and I've, I've watched some NBA again, not all the way through a full game, but uh, I find it's it's more noticeable that it's a really dead crowd, or like you know, there's no crowd. Hmm. Um, obviously, the worst culprit is wrestling. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I haven't watched any wrestling, but with basketball and hockey to some degree i honestly don't notice the lack of crowd that much more so hmm. with basketball just because of the way it's filmed um but i mean it started the first pelicans game to open the, that was the first day of the bubble uh, of basketball and i can't remember i had something that night and i couldn't watch the game and i was so excited that day because as many people have said it's you know they well, they had the easiest schedule already. So to say that they tried to hand the Pelicans a spot in the playoffs is not a, a true statement. It was actually harder than they would have had to finish the season had they played all the games because a bunch of the teams they were supposed to play weren't even in the bubble. So uh, they they did get minorly screwed, in my opinion. But, you know, it is what it is. They, they did their best to make it fair. But... They lost that first game in the last quarter, as always, as they did every game, and as I've been complaining about all the time. And then I was just like, it was so deflating. It, I just couldn't even. I watched two or three of their games after that, and I'm just like, I can't do this. They they shit the bed so bad. Oh, and now, and then I found out after that, you know, again Zion was on a minutes restriction, to which I like he was kind of off of it when. The season ended, so I don't know what changed between now and then, but whatever. And it's just oh, the worst. They're they're terrified of him getting hurt. Yes, but I mean, this idea of exactly fifteen minutes is the limit. When, like, okay, make an exception for two minutes in the at the end of a close game. If it's a blowout, take him out early the, the next game. I like who cares about that, but. Maybe pick and choose those minutes a bit more. It was brutal. It just completely killed uh, any excitement for basketball I had. Although, you know, I've watched a few games here and there. Some Raptors games. uh, Not as many as I'd like to. Some Game 7s. I I watched the OKC Houston Game 7. That game was awesome. Chris Paul was so good. Uh, He was. OKC really should have won. They blew it. Um but they were they were so much fun to watch. I loved watching OKC, uh, and you know, I'm getting into it a bit more, which is usually the opposite. At the beginning of the playoffs, there's so many so many games. I'm excited for it, and then as it gets closer to the to the finals, I get slightly less interested. I'm finding the opposite this time, where now that it's the best teams, I, I find I'm watching most of the games. Um, but. Definitely not at the passion level I thought I'd be at. And hockey, I've probably actually watched more. Uh, I've been hmm. 
liking hockey quite a bit in particular watching Vegas is really fun. I think Vegas is fantastic. Um, the Islanders, I think are an exciting team to watch as well. And, uh, who are some other teams I was liking, but I, I have been dabbling in hockey a bit more, uh, than basketball, but neither one is really like grabbing me that much, but I will say football. I could not be more excited for. So, um, Looking at the the NBA playoffs, just want to get your uh, the Lakers your take are, on the Lakers are winning it. They were always going to win it. Once once Kobe had his tragic death, that cemented it. it. There is no chance that the Lakers do not win the championship. Bet everything you own. So you're 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 picking the Lakers over oh, Houston over anyone. They are winning it all. What? Uh, have you have you caught any of the Clippers in the Denver series? I did uh, last night and a bit of the other night. I watched some that those, those games were really good too. So you, you caught the uh, the middle finger block. Uh, I actually was listening. I had it on while I was working, and uh, oh okay. I just keep hearing about the finger extending into the block. Yes. I actually haven't watched a replay of it yet, but I should. Um, how do you feel about uh, Miami? I haven't watched much of Miami, to be honest. I'm not surprised that they're destroying Milwaukee. I have a weird feeling Milwaukee's going to come back, but um, I'm, I'm well, happy. Well, if, if, if whether Giannis plays or not, that's kind of the... Uh... Well, I'm not, I'm not seeing the articles I need to see. When my team wasn't winning in the playoffs... Every article was where AD is going to go. What team is AD going to get traded to? When When is he going to force a trade? All this stuff. And I, I see a lot of stuff about why what Giannis is doing is noble. And all. I, I, I'm seeing a lot of some bullshit stuff where where are these people in the press making him leave Milwaukee like they basically ruined my team? Fuck you. I want to see the same treatment. And I will have a lot of respect for him if he stays in Milwaukee, but I really want all of these people to fuck with that team like they fucked with my team. It's pissing me off. I think it's because everybody seems to genuinely like him. Like, the media really like the Greek freak. Like, Yeah, I get I that. They like, they like him as a person. And I, I, I think that they're that's why we're not seeing that stuff. Because So shouldn't it be thinks- the opposite? If they didn't like AD, wouldn't they want him to rot in New Orleans? What like why? I I don't understand why they le- like someone why they don't want him to go to a winner, but when they dislike someone, they want him to go form a super team and get all excited about that and hope thinking Kawhi was going to go too. It's, I, I it's think weird. they just uh, they don't want to mess with uh, with his life. Well, why? <laughs> so now they pick and choose whose lives they mess with. It's so I think ridiculous. They totally do. Oh my god, that's totally what the media does. Anyway, I hope he. Well, I mean, if they win the next three games without Giannis and he says he's yeah. ready for game seven, now that is sports entertainment. For sure. Um, and then the Celtics, you know, they, they let game three slip away. Um, they got beat down in game four, but then they came back in game five and kind of hammered <laughs> the Raptors. And I have no idea which way this series is going to go. Neither do I. I mean, I was watching – the, t- the two games that the re- well i guess i missed the buzzer beater but uh definitely watched all of the last two games for the most part and 
my God, it's just chucking threes the whole time. Like game four, Siakam was just throwing up threes like crazy. And I'm like, where, what is this? I can't even watch basketball anymore. Whereas Boston, they are amazing. Like they play really well. So, uh, I'm still rooting for the Raptors, but Boston is fun to watch. They are. Really I good think uh, a Boston Miami conference final would be some really good basketball. I, I agree. And Kemba Walker is awesome. Uh, he he's really impressed me. I I think that Boston team is really good. The Raptors yeah. have not impressed me at all. I can't believe they're still in this series. Yeah, well, I mean, the game four they were really good. Yeah, I mean they they're kind of hitting their threes in the games they won, and more so, more so in game four. But I don't know. They they better pick it up a bit on offense. Their offense looks. And uh, it could be Boston's defense, and they're just taking what Boston's giving them. Uh, but it's yeah, not pretty. I am enjoying how uh, the majority of the United States are uh, really getting on to uh, Nick Nurse for complaining on every every call. Well, he does quite a bit, uh, but so does every other coach. So it's hard to fault him there. I've the only coach that didn't complain. My coach. Byron Scott, arms crossed the whole, the whole game. <laughs> he was my coach for a time too, which I appreciate. I like that he didn't complain and work the refs constantly, but it gets you nowhere. There's no reason not to work the refs. That's the saddest thing. It actually works. That's why they do it. Yes, but so, uh, uh, I mean, Kyle Lowry is. If I didn't kind of like the Raptors, this guy would be intolerable. His flopping and complaining is out of control. I cannot uh, take it. If if I wasn't cheering for the Raptors, I would hate this guy. He is the worst. (laughs) So who do you think is going to be in the final? Um, Toronto and the Lakers. Really? Yeah. And then Toronto to repeat? No, the Lakers 100%. (laughs) Without any help from referees, right? Uh, they will get all the help that they can. That's all I can say. It, referees, announcers, uh, post-game reviews, whatever it takes, the Lakers will be given any extra push needed to get them a championship. I will accept all of those pushes. <laughs> I would, too. <laughs> Uh, so your boy Zion got uh, one vote for rookie of the year out of 30. It's so sad. He was clearly the best. Uh, yeah. Like his stats per minute played are ridiculous. He's, <laughs> he makes it look so easy. He's barely even trying. I mean, that is one thing to be happy about. He is phenomenal and uh, I love watching him. I just wish he, I could watch him for more than 15 minutes a game. You then must be excited. Like Alvin Gentry got fired. Oh yeah, it's, that's been a long time coming. Every you must be pleased. Pelicans Instagram post is fire Gentry, <laughs> fire Gentry, which I've been saying for four years or something like that. I mean, he just. Are there any uh, specific uh, leads to a new head coach? I think I heard Mark Jackson, um, maybe Jason Kidd. What about Ty Tyron? Lue? Ty, Tyron Lue is another one. Those are the only three I heard, but I honestly haven't been following it that close. 
It uh, it won't be Steve Nash. Nope, going to the Nets. That's uh, kind of that is seems to be a little out of left field. Yeah, I think I I think he's been trying to get into coaching. Uh, I know he was mentoring with Steve Kerr, I think, at some point. Uh, or at least the photos I saw suggested that. But yeah, I guess I I don't know. He was kind of an on the court like a quarterback almost. Like I feel like he called a lot of the plays on offense, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm, I certainly don't think it's a slam dunk by any means. Like I have no reason to believe that he's going to be an amazing coach. Everybody seems to say that he has a, like a close relationship with Katie and Katie essentially said, I want Steve Nass as my coach. Oh, I didn't hear that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I, part of me thinks he's not going to do too well. I'd be happy to be proven wrong. Well, I just I, like it. It's it, it all really depends, right? I mean, like if if Katie and, and Kyrie are both healthy and they play well together, I you know I think Brooklyn will do okay. But yeah, for sure, definitely. Like yeah. they were pretty good with all the injuries they had. I watched a few yes. of the, few of their games early on, and they're a pretty good team. So as long as they don't tank, I mean, no one's gonna be able to tell if he's a good coach or not well that's true too but i mean it would be pretty easy to underachieve and maybe based on some of Kyrie's behavior uh on previous teams that could throw some turmoil into the mix as well if he's not happy but you said underachieve would you say that the the sixers underachieved yeah, it's tough to. I mean, I we both had them. I think to make the NBA Finals, but yes, Ben Simmons getting hurt is a pretty big loss. Kind of felt like once that happened, the team gave up in some regard. Like it just seemed like it was done. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, there was obviously some problems with the the coach and the players. Yeah, it seemed like that was over. I'm happy to see that blow up. See see what happens. <laughs> I don't care. I hope every team is a piece of shit except for mine i don't give a shit i hope they all suck <laughs> so uh, you said you watched uh, a little bit more of the nhl and you seem to enjoy that uh so we've got uh, dallas and vegas and then uh tampa bay and the islanders and really the islanders probably the only team that you know historically is a hockey market you know in, in long island there i mean Vegas is fairly new, and you know Dallas and Tampa Bay have both won championships, but uh, Dallas and Tampa not exactly the hockey markets you 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 know you would expect to uh, be doing well all the time. But here they are. I like that. I, I love that the NHL is just results based for the most part. Like I don't see a lot of star like the star players don't seem to get that much favorable treatment in the NHL. And right. I think it's a good thing. And like the depth of the teams really matters. And I mean, Vegas proved that by what they've done through an expansion draft, right? Like basically middle, middle tier players that they assembled. And I love watching Vegas. I think they're phenomenal. Uh, if I had was going to predict at the beginning of this round, I would have said a Niagara region series. Um, <laughs> Vegas is, Head coach is from Dunville, I think, and Cal Clutterbuck on the Islanders is from Welland. And right. I would have had Vegas winning it all. Seems like 
the lightning are looking pretty good though so that might fall through they are yeah they're they've seemed to have figured it out over the last uh five or six games or so um yeah they handled the the bruins but i'm quite well definitely rooting for vegas i uh I enjoy this because especially one of these these teams that don't have a big fan base is uh, I don't know anybody who are fans of these teams so I don't have to see any obnoxious behavior from people that I know and on stupid memes media. about the Leafs constantly and although I, I do enjoy their uh, their one once again epic collapse that uh, uh, that they seem to be doing every year yeah. I don't know, I just, I somehow end up with all these hockey posts in my Instagram, and I'm like, why am I getting these? I don't even like any of this stuff. It's, I don't care that much about hockey. I watch the games. I don't need uh, fake news stories about hockey showing up. Get the hell out of here. So you're, you're not uh, broken up that there are no Canadian teams left? No. Kind of like it, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> so... Where do you think the NHL and the NBA go next year? Because, I mean, the, the next season is only really a couple of months away. Mm-hmm. Do they do the NFL and baseball route and just play in home arenas? Well, I don't know how much information has been released about the financials for this, like how, how the ratings are doing in ads, right. how much money they're making on this. My guess would be they continue to do the same thing, is what I would think, at least. Well, I mean, like, the the Canadian government stopped the Blue Jays from playing at home and forced mm-hmm. them to live in, live in buff, play in Buffalo. But uh, so when the NBA starts, what do they do with the Raptors and what happens with the seven Canadian NHL teams? Oh, I think it'll be bubble again, but probably a few bubbles, just like the NHL, like – so full on, like, uh, like would it be like a like a half season again, or? Hmm. I don't know. It's tough to say because the difference with the NHL was they, it was already the playoffs, so they were just playing the same team a bunch of times. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I haven't. I hadn't given it much thought to be perfectly honest. But I think they would do it in some sort of bubble format, even if it's like maybe. So that players can see their families, maybe one week, one conference, one week, the other conference and alternate or something like that, or some yeah. kind of schedule like that. But even then, once they leave, do they have to quarantine again? I I don't think things, numbers have dropped that much in the U.S., so I, I, I honestly, no idea. So moving on to uh, 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 baseball then, you know, you, you debated on flipping teams. Just because um, I was excited at the prospects of a 60 game season where right. games really matter but, but uh oh it's not doing too bad they're, they're doing a lot better than i thought they were they're only two games under 500 yeah it was gonna, they've they've hovered around they started off really good i've obviously been following the the standings but toronto started off shit and is actually doing not too bad lately and nice to see the red Sox doing poorly yeah love that definitely love that um lot uh They've they've had uh, their fair share of COVID issues. Oh, really? I mean, I obviously heard about the Marlins and I think Cardinals team outbreaks that happened at the beginning of the season. But since then, I've barely followed it. I don't know if other teams have had the same thing. Well, just you know, they they are canceling. You know, games are still getting 
canceled and it's not it's not infrequent uh but you know i think with all this is probably the best thing to happen to uh the astros and people have already seemed to have moved on from that whole cheating scandal that uh was all over the news just a couple of months ago that's true i think weren't there some hit by pitches in the first game or second game or something like yeah, that Yeah, the, there was some preseason stuff too yeah. but uh it all seems to have uh gone away yes ah well it's a nice diversion. I just find I'm not as invested as I used to be. I don't know if that'll ever change. If I'm just becoming less interested in sports that aren't football, but right. I mean, I don't think football is going to finish its season. If we want to get into my first ultra bolt prediction. Oh my God, uh, you're ruining my game. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I don't think it's going to finish. So, um, so speaking of the game as, as we, uh, uh, go into uh, our NFL preview talk. Um, I thought this would be a good time to do, to bring back likely or unlikely NFL 2020 edition. And so what I have, what I did is I kind of just went around the internet to various sports websites and, uh, um, and looked at like all some of the media's uh, bold predictions on the nfl season and since you are the master of ultra bold predictions uh, i figured i'd get a whole bunch of the other predict bold predictions that are out there and uh we'll do a likely or unlikely and i mean you sure. can probably say unlikely to all of these and you'd probably be right hmm there's well, 16 of them you know you, if you said unlikely to all of them you'd probably get 14 out of 16 when we play a Likely or unlikely with the NBA, I think I do pretty good. I think yeah, I... you you did well. So uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. So NFL twenty twenty edition, likely <laughs> or unlikely. Here's the first one. Cam Newton leads the NFL in total touchdowns. Likely or unlikely? Unlikely. The New England Patriots finish with a losing record. Unlikely. All right, so I'm going to uh, make sure that I... Uh, Put a U beside those. That's what I'm doing. I will get there, but I have the Patriots at 10 and 6. All right. Uh, Joe Burrow will set a new record for most touchdown passes by a rookie. The current record is 27 set by Baker Mayfield. Absolutely unlikely. <laughs> I love it. If we want to go ultra bold, future ultra bold, Joe Burrow will be one of the biggest busts ever. Uh, Josh Allen will finish top three among quarterbacks in combined rushing, receiving touchdowns. This is even a debate. Likely. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Doug Marone of the Jags is the first coach fired during the 2020 season. Unlikely. Like, right. never going to happen. They want to lose. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only way to ensure that is to keep Doug Marone. Uh, Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins upsets Joe Burrow and wins Offensive Rookie of the Year. Likely that he'll upset Joe Burrow. I don't know if it'll be him. All right. I don't know if that's if I've even answered it. Too much going on there. 
All right. I'm going to say unlikely. Uh, pretty- if I have to put a U or an L beside this one, I'm putting a U. <laughs> the Denver Broncos have a worse record than their 2019 record of 7-9. and nine. Likely. Uh, okay. So then the next one will be unlikely as it's the Denver Broncos win the AFC West. Impossible. Matt Stafford will pass for at least 5,300 yards. Unlikely. Dak Prescott is the 2020 NFL MVP. Hmm. Unlikely. Russell Wilson is the 2020 NFL MVP. Unlikely. No team in the NFC North will hit double-digit wins. That's okay. The only team I have actually doing it is Minnesota. I have them at 11 and 5. So this is right in the wheelhouse. (laughs) You know what? If I was going to make an an ultra-bold prediction, that would be one of mine. And, oh, there you uh, go. But I'm still saying unlikely. Minnesota. Right. Minnesota's second half schedule is not that hard. I'm saying Minnesota. All right. Oh. Browns halfpack uh, Nick Chubb will lead the NFL in rushing yards. Safe step, walk-in Chubb. Uh, that's from a Pat Boone walk-in Tub commercial that I used to watch daily during Price is Right. Uh, okay. He's going to lead the league in rushing yards? Yes. <laughs> no, unlikely. All right. Lions wideout Kenny Gallaudet will lead the NFL in receiving yards. Unlikely. Why are all these people so high on Detroit? I don't get it. Well, I, I, I after I read that, I went like, and the 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 person who made that prediction said that Detroit is going to be terrible, but he's the only person that is probably going to oh, be catching passes. Okay. So, uh, I I went back and I was like, what? <laughs> By my experience, having only one person who can catch passes doesn't necessarily yield the most positive results for that person. All right. Only you got two left. Okay. Uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers win the NFC South for the first time in 13 years. Likely or unlikely? Give it an A. Absolutely. That's a done deal. Likely. And... Here's one that's the opposite of the NFC North. All four teams in the NFC West finish with at least a 500 record. I have that as my ultra bold prediction. Really? All four NFC West teams make the playoffs. Wow. Now that's ultra bold. It's not what I actually think is going to happen, but that is the ultra. You know what? Just for fun. Ah, never mind. Unlikely. It's not going to happen. Arizona's not going to do it, but it's the closest we've got. Like, I'm, I was so close to actually having that in my predicted schedules. I have Arizona at six and 10. So you, you, uh, you've got three likelies. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a couple there I, I like the spirit of. They're as ultra bold predictions. I can stand behind them. All right. I had one myself practically. Yeah, you did. Only mine's a little more ultra and bold. That's true. And you should be proud of that. So proud. I'm going to sleep so well tonight. Let's talk a bit about uh, what we think about what's going to happen this year uh, in the NFL. So one wrinkle, 
one more playoff team, right? Yes. One more wild card team and only a bye for the first place in the conference. And uh, but you don't actually think the season is going to finish? No, no chance. No, because of COVID. <laughs> uh, I don't know. For I just getting a feeling for whatever reason this season will n- because basically this is how I view things. This is the best chance the Bills have had to do well and potentially win. Obviously, all of this hinges on whether Josh Allen can stop fumbling and step up his game a little bit. But the Bills have never been able to keep talent, you know, build a roster like this ever before. So, of course, the season can't finish. That would mean my team might actually do well at something. And right. we, we can't allow that to happen. It's the exact reason. Sorry, I should have brought this up before. What did I tell you and every other Montreal Canadiens fan I know when everyone's like, oh, don't even care about the Sabres not getting into the bubble. They're just whoever plays Pittsburgh's just going to lose anyway. You're not even going to get a pick. You'd rather have the draft pick. What did I tell everyone? Bet everything you own. There is no chance the Canadians lose to Pittsburgh. And not only that, a fucking bubble team got the first draft pick too. So all these stupid reasons and bullshit qualifiers people gave for when people, Sabres and Devils fans were angry that they didn't make it justifiably completely. What happened to all that hindsight or, Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I guess that was a bunch of bullshit that, fucking idiots say to drive me crazy and i knew montreal was going to beat them but there weren't very many i don't think there were very many canadians fans that wanted them to win yeah right i don't believe so of course they wanted them to win they wanted that french canadian draft pick please uh bullshit and uh (laughs) yeah so the season will not finish that's all i know See, this is like a mirror image of what happened to me back in 1994. Do tell. Well, when when the Montreal Expos, oh were the right, best team yeah, in baseball, yes, and and the season just ended. Like they were poised to win the World Series that year. So refresh my memory here. Did you switch to to Baltimore after Montreal? Or yes, okay, yes. All right. Was that like a spite thing because it was? The Nationals and Baltimore was the closest team to the Nationals. No, um, I did. They become the Nationals. Am I even remembering that correctly? Yes, they played in Puerto Rico for I think a season. Okay, um, but uh, no, like I, I, I became an Expos fan when I was growing up because I, I just I didn't want to be a Blue Jays fan mm-hmm. when I first started watching baseball. So, and you know, growing up, I was also, as a kid, I was a Montreal Canadiens fan as well. So that's why I picked the Expos. And so, you know, they always had that, even though they rarely ever played against each other until they started doing the interleague games, they didn't really have a, much of a rivalry, but it was just like, you know, which Canadian team do you support? And so when, when the Expos left Montreal, I was like, well, you know, I, I still wanted to pick a, a team uh, that was a rival with the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. And everybody was already a Red Sox or a Yankees fan. Gotcha. And so that's why I picked the Orioles. 
if I had waited, I could have been a devil race. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how it came. Anyway. Okay. So uh, let's talk NFL. And we'll, we always start with the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Because that's uh, the, the, the division that uh, we care most about. Yes, and, indeed. Uh, pardon me? Yes, indeed. Yes. So um, I I really, like, I really had a, a tough time with this one. I don't think you did. Well, I did go through game by game as usual. Right. I'm sure my math is off somewhere. If you add up all these, my ticks don't add up, but it's pretty close, I think. And I... So you, you, you have the Bills beating the Jets, right? Twice? This, pretty much, yeah. Or once? I think both. Yeah, twice. Times, yeah. Um, splitting with the Dolphins or winning both? Definitely winning both. Okay. So <laughs> that's four wins. Uh, uh, they got the Rams and the Raiders. Yeah. I think I got both of those as losses. I, the the Bills do not win the division in my prediction. Just for the right, record. right. I I was, I almost picked them to win the division. I want to with all my heart. Uh, I still think they're going to make it further than New England in the playoffs. But when it comes to the division, I have New England winning the division at ten and six, and Buffalo second at nine and seven. Oh, that's what I have. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Uh, I do have the Dolphins finishing third. Uh, I have them finishing last. You son of a bitch. At 4-12, and 12, and I really think... I hope I'm wrong. I just... Injury things with Tua have me really concerned. Right. Oh, me too. I <laughs> I, I have them at 6-10, and 10 and I have the Jets at 4-12. and 12. I have alternating. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm very, very concerned about Tua. Um, I, that should have been an, uh, a likely or unlikely that uh, Tua <laughs> we'll gets finish injured. The season? Yes. Yeah. No, it's – I would – I don't like rooting for someone to uh, be injured, but I'm definitely concerned. Yes. Uh, AFC North. AFC North. I have the Baltimore Ravens. Although I feel like this is a little too high, but twelve and four winning the division, and Pittsburgh second at nine and seven. I actually had both of them at eleven and five, hmm. with the Steelers actually winning the division. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, like uh, Joe 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 Burrow, I, I honestly don't. Expect. I mean, every time that I thought the Browns would be good, they were bad. Um, you know, the the whole Baker thing, I, I was completely fooled. But you know, and I just, I don't, I don't think any that Joe is going to be this world beater. Well, I think you'll be okay. I, I have them both, Cleveland and Cincinnati, at five and eleven. Right. Um, but I do think Joe Burrow will be a bit of a bust. But I mean, their schedule. They're going to play a lot of crappy teams, too, like last place from last season. And I don't know. I have no faith in Cleveland whatsoever. So No. So when when Cleveland and Cincinnati play. I think I have them splitting. The... I think I have them splitting. splitting? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, have, you have the Steelers and the Ravens both making the playoffs? Correct. Yeah. And Bills in New England so far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. AFC South. Uh. AFC South, I have k- 
kind of a scrap heap, even though a lot of people are excited for Phil Rivers in Indianapolis. I am mm-hmm. not. I think he's done. As far as I'm concerned, all the NFL podcasts I listen to and talking about Phil Rivers, he might be the most overrated player in the history of football. Everyone is rooting for him. First of all, he's a complete <laughs> asshole. Like, if you ever seen him at a game, he chirps the crowd. He's a complete dick. Uh, I don't care if he has 100 kids. He's the worst. He's the most. <laughs> I don't understand how everyone likes him so much. He is the worst. Fuck him. They suck. But I have it 9-7. and seven. If anything, I think, do they still, I should know this, do they still have Jacoby Brissett as the backup? Or I believe so. Okay. I well, he will definitely take over at some point. I think. Uh, do you have them? You have them winning the division. Uh, no, I have Tennessee winning the division at eleven and five. Okay, and uh, I have uh, Tennessee winning the division at uh, ten and six, and I, I do have the Colts at nine and seven. Hmm. Interesting. Both make the playoffs. Houston does not make it at eight and eight, uh, and Jacksonville. Worst team in the NFL. I think they actually win this weekend. I have this weird feeling they're going to win their first game, <laughs> but uh, three and thirteen. They are not the worst team in the NFL for me. I have two other teams below them. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, the, the Jags are definitely going to be like a. They they may get one win out of their first six or seven games. Minshew yeah. magic, baby, get ready this this Sunday. <laughs> I got a weird feeling they're winning. And then uh, we had the uh, the AFC West. I only have one team making the playoffs here. Same with me. Um, Chiefs um, pretty much running away with the division. I have them at thirteen and three. I have them at fifteen and one. Whoa! And we might as well get into my ultra bold prediction. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs go undefeated, including winning the Super Bowl. All right. Getting rid of your Miami Dolphins. They will not be cracking open the champagne this year. Oh, they definitely will. I don't know. As long as Mahomes doesn't get hurt. Uh, they literally were down by three touchdowns in every playoff game, and they were still favored in Vegas. How does that happen? It's pretty good. Yeah, that's over. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> they are winning it all. I, I, I'm not arguing with you, but they're, they're not going undefeated. Actually, that's my ultra bold. I'm going to change my ultra bold as they go completely undefeated, but I have a different uh, actual prediction. Okay. Uh, so let's go to the NFC, uh, the NFC East. Um, I only have one team from the NFC East making the playoffs. I mean, I'm looking at my division records here, and it's like the exact same it looks every season. I don't see a single double digit. I mean, that would be my division with no double digits. If that's ultra bold, I will stand by the ultra boldness of no team in this division has double digit wins. And Dallas and Philly tie at nine and seven for the division and Dallas wins in a tiebreaker. I have, I have the Cowboys winning at 10 and seven. Okay. It's not too far off. And Giants six and ten, Washington four and twelve. Both very bad. Yes. Uh, NFC North. As mentioned before, I have Minnesota winning, going eleven and five. Their second half schedule is not great. Um, 
I think they're going to do pretty good. Green Bay, I see going downwards big time. I felt in the second half last year, they definitely, and the playoffs, were not looking too good. So 8-8 um, eight and eight for Green Bay, not making the playoffs. Detroit, 7-9. and nine. Chicago, probably my prediction. Oh, and we never really finished the the AFC West. Sorry. Let's just say Los Angeles Chargers and Chicago tied for worst record in the league, 2-14. and 14. And I kind of want to say the Bears are the worst team in the league. I think they're. I think they're going to implode. Um, I actually, the, the thing I have with the, I, mean, I know the uh, the Packers really didn't add anything for Aaron Rodgers, and they're essentially are they even the same team? They're just older. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers gets but, hurt a lot. He's playing through injuries every season, it seems. And the the Vikings lost a lot of their defensive players, though. Yeah, and Stephon from, from last season. Yeah, so I, I had the Packers winning that division uh, at nine and seven, hmm. but I also have the Vikings at nine and seven. But Packers win by the tiebreak. Okay. Uh, um, NFC South. Yeah, I have a tie for the NFC South between Tampa Bay and New Orleans, and Tampa Bay wins in the tiebreaker, both with twelve and four records. Okay, Atlanta. At nine and seven, and Carolina at three and thirteen. I actually have uh, the Saints and the Bucks tied as well, but at eleven and five. Hmm. And I couldn't, I couldn't pull that twelve and four trigger. Part of me wants to go like, yeah, no, twelve and four is fair. That's that's about right for Tampa Bay. But I think Tampa, yeah. I think Tampa Bay is going to be amazing. I think they're going to be really good. <laughs> I mean, whether I mean Gronk is definitely going to get hurt, but. They've got a lot of weapons. Yes. They are going to destroy. I can't wait for them to destroy. And then uh, the NFC West. I have three teams from the NFC West making the playoffs. Uh, I do as well, I think. Although I fucked this up. No, I, I think I screwed up. Yeah, I sure did. You, no, you, 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 you had the Cowboys making it, not the Eagles. And you had the Vikings making it, but not the Packers. Yeah, one, two, three. Four, That's four. two. And yeah, then you I have one too many. The Bucks gotta, and the Saints is you know four. What, Philly, you're out. Philly, goodbye. Oh, I didn't think you had Philly in the playoffs. I, no, I put Philly in my my bracket, but instead of the Rams, it should have been the Rams. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. So I didn't see West. I have three teams making the playoffs. I've got the Seahawks eleven and five, Forty Niners ten and six, and the Rams at nine and seven. I have San Fran getting the bye at thirteen and three, Seattle twelve and four, and the Rams ten and six. Uh, but uh, based on that one prediction, I did bump up the Cardinals to five hundred because I've liked that prediction a lot. Hmm. All right, I got them at six and ten. Um, I I don't know. I think they they'll be pretty good. They are a great home team. I think they'll be fun to watch, but I hope. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to happen. No way. But going into the – oh, yeah, I guess. So that's it for the the West. Any other ultra bolds I have here? Season one. Well, off. the one thing I wanted to uh, – we didn't really talk about last uh, show either. But uh, for the last couple of years of, of us doing this, I've always referred to Washington as the Washington Football Club. And now that's what they are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, did I – yeah, did 
well, yeah, we talked about Washington. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, I think we just refer to them as Washington. They're going to be awful. We, oh, yeah, they're going to be very terrible. Although, it's what's his name is making a comeback, though, right? Uh, yeah. Alex, I, Alex Smith? I think he's just on the roster. I, I don't expect him to play. Would be that, a great story, though. The fact that he got though. to where he is is pretty good. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty awesome. But Washington, like, they always win a couple division games and show up. So, I, like, I don't have them as, like, the worst team in the league by any means, although this season it's probably better to be the worst. But although I don't I don't like the idea of tanking at all in football. Like, no one's a sure thing. And yeah. Even Trevor Lawrence. I don't, I'm not so sure he's going to be amazing. Like, I don't know. So, so for the playoffs, yes, I have. So I, I, I have the at the AFC. I have the Chiefs, obviously, with the bye. Yep, me too. And then, uh, so in in the three games, I have uh, uh, the Bills over the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I have uh, uh, the what is how did it work out here the. Uh, the Titans over the Colts. I also have that. And then uh and then I have the the Ravens over the Patriots. So mine are similar except just for the sake of being ultra bold, I made all three of my wild card weekend AFC matchups division matchups. Oh, okay. New England Buffalo, Baltimore Pittsburgh, Tennessee Indianapolis. How good oh. would that be? How good of a three game lineup is that? That would be really good. And of course, that. Buffalo beats New England. Finally, some redemption. Pittsburgh beats KC. I mean, Pittsburgh beats Baltimore. Pardon me. And then, Hold on. My, 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 do you hear my dog? He's no. having a nightmare. I can't hear him at all. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, having a, he's like chasing a mouse in his sleep or something. <laughs> he's, his feet are moving and he's whining. Is actually asleep? Yes, he's sound asleep. That's amazing. Uh, right, so I have the uh, – and then, yeah, in the divisional, I had uh, the Chiefs over the Ravens, and then I had the Titans over the Bills. I have Bills over Titans and Chiefs over Pittsburgh. So we're and pretty then, close. Yeah, yeah, and then I have uh, the Chiefs over the, the Ravens. I have – in the AFC Championship, Chiefs over Bills, but I I think the Bills have a chance. Legit, their D is going to be so uh, good. The uh, Chiefs and Ravens was was the AFC Championship last season, right? Uh, I think it was. No, no, Ravens no. lost to Tennessee. All right, yes, yes. Uh, okay, and then so in the the NFC. I have uh, I have Tampa Bay winning the bye. Oh wait, no. Did Baltimore lose to Tennessee? I can't remember. I think they did. I, sorry if I'm wrong. Uh, but it wasn't the the finals for sure. Um, I have San Fran with the bye, although it could be Tampa. And then uh, okay, so I have uh, in the wall card. I have Seahawks over the Rams. Okay. I have uh, the Saints over the Cowboys. Okay. I have the exact same for that one. And then I have uh, the 49ers over the Packers. 
Okay, I have Tampa Bay over the Rams, Seattle over Minnesota, and New Orleans over Dallas. Right. So then I have uh, where where am I lost here? Okay, so I have um, I have the Saints over the Forty ers I have Saints over or sorry the Buccaneers over Saints. And then I have uh, Tampa Bay over Seattle. And. San Fran over Seattle. So I have Tampa Bay San Fran conference final. And uh and I have uh, Tampa Bay over the Saints. I have Tampa Bay over the 49ers. All right. So then we have Tampa Bay KC taking on KC. We both have picked the same teams again? Yes. <laughs> I think this has happened like 3 years in a row. I think it has. This is very strange. And I'm going to say your Super Bowl champions Tom Terrific, Tom Brady, and the Buccaneers. Really? I thought you just said KC that, My ultra bold is that they go completely undefeated. Oh, okay. But barring that ultra bold prediction, Tampa Bay wins the Super Bowl. Okay. I'm, I'm going to stick with uh, KC to repeat. Okay. I mean, I would love also. I mean, it would be the most nerve-wracking experience of my life if it was Tampa Bay versus Buffalo in the Super Bowl and to have to go up against Brady again. I don't even know. I would be losing it. You wouldn't. And when, when the bills would lose, you wouldn't be able to. Oh, I would fucking snap. Well, first of all, I, first of all, I would net. I don't know. Well, I guess because, because it's COVID, I normally would spend, if the Bills made the Super Bowl, I'm going. That that I can say. If there's if COVID didn't exist, right, I'm going. So since COVID will probably still be a thing, I'll take my four thousand dollar ticket fee and bet it on Tom Brady uh, as an emotional hedge. So that either way, you know, I'm either I'd pay four G's for the Bills to win the Super Bowl, no problem. If you told me right now I can give away four thousand, the Bills win the Super Bowl, done. Do it in a heartbeat. But if you paid $4,000 to see the Bills in the Super Bowl and they lost? No, but I'm saying I can't go to the game anyway, so I'll just use that money for the emotional right. hedge against the Bills. Oh, I see. I gotcha. But if outside of the COVID, like if... I would be know, going to the, the Super Bowl. Right. But if they lost in the Super Bowl, how, how would you be if you went to the game and they lost? You know what? I've tried to think of what that would be like. I think I'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say, you know, I, I mean, obviously it would suck. Don't get me wrong, but it depends. It depends how they lose. If they lose on some bullshit officiating, which is, right. let's be honest, how they would lose if I was there. Right. Uh, yeah. I might make the evening news. <laughs> <But> <laughs> if, uh, you know, if they just get their ass kicked, oh, well, I, I think I'd be fine. I'd just be. Kind of pissed. <laughs> yeah, I would love to uh, see you on some sports highlight show of the craziest <laughs> fans in uh, in stadiums. I just hate refs so much. I hate well, them the, so much. The, there is uh, everybody knows the the Bills Mafia is not so. Oh yeah, but it doesn't matter because there will be no Super Bowl. <laughs> I yeah, genuinely don't. This will be moot. And like I said, just because 
The Bills have never been this good since I've liked them. There is no chance I get to see good things happen to my team. No chance. <laughs> wow. So once again, we've had the same prediction. That's very strange. It is. I really like. I could have picked KC, but you know what? I really want. If Tom, if the Bills aren't going to win, I'll take it to be Tom Brady and just shove it up Belichick's ass. I would love that. I would fucking love it. I hate Belichick so much. You really do. He is the worst. Um. All right. So let's uh, let's move on to sack time. Sure. You want to uh, send us any questions or comments? You can email us at uh, bulgingpodcast at gmail dot com, or you can uh, tweet me uh, at the gas man lives or at Junk podcast. Frankie Knuckles still not on Twitter. Correct. All right, so let's uh, go and see what we got here. The uh, first question is from uh, at. Yonato 12 and uh, Yonato 12 says a new season of Premier League is just around the corner and I'm excited. Oh, by the way, congratulations yeah, was... to Liverpool. That's well, to you for, as for well, right? Yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. And I appreciate that. Um, it, uh, it wasn't as exciting because they won without actually having to play the game. Mm-hmm. So like they won because another team lost and then that's how they clinched. Um, so there wasn't that exciting feel to see them win it on the pitch, but it's been a long time and uh, very happy that they won. Anyway, so Yonato asks, can I get a a ultra-bold prediction from Frankie the Oracle? No. <laughs> uh, of where my team, Tottenham Hotspur, will finish this season. And in brackets he says, top four, please. Sorry, fifth. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, the next one is from uh, at Milan Dob. Uh, huh. Is the NBA basically sports entertainment now, as Frank claims, with the league pushing certain teams with the help of referees, or is there still a hope for upsets and true talent defeating big market teams? I hate to tell you that NBA has been sports entertainment for thirty years. Just look at who wins every year. Same teams every year. Um, well, if if Miami somehow makes it to the finals, that would be exciting. Sure, and but... and you know, and if like that would be unexpected for the Heat to win. Yeah, but they won't. That's okay. Right. Okay. They. Uh, it'll be Boston Lakers, I think. So, uh, Toronto or Boston versus Lakers. Whoever wins that series, one hundred percent. Um. Either way, at, they uh, probably want Miami to win too, so it's you know even easier for the Lakers in the finals. I sure hope so. Yeah. Got to get but that gold. I, I've said it a million times. I don't want to go on this rant again, but it's never been more true. <laughs> when commentators and media that cover a sport have resorted to saying, oh, that player's not going to get that call, or you can't call a fifth foul on that player in that scenario, or what was another one I heard very recently? I can't remember. As long as the announcers of the games and people who talk about that sport for a living acknowledge that rules are not called by the rule book, it is sports entertainment. 
Oh, I, I think it was in the uh, I think it was game two of the the Heat and Bucks when the game was won on the free throw. Oh yeah, and that the whole that's right. The whole aftermath of referees should not be making calls yes. uh, to decide games. And well, I'm sorry, the rules are the same in the last ten seconds as they are in the first ten seconds. And as soon as you've reached that level for your sport, I mean, hockey's just as bad. I didn't do my typical hockey rant of why playoff hockey sucks so much. Right, uh, right. It's a different sport. All these fucking bullshit teams win because all they do is block <laughs> shots. I mean, get, let's get rid of shot blocking. I know it's gritty. It's good, but it's fucking is so annoying to watch. It makes hockey so boring. Um, anyway, back on track. The, it's that, sports that entertainment. Call, the, the call against the heat that put uh, Giannis was Giannis on the line for three shots. And then, and then, uh, what's his name? Uh, Butler. Butler. Uh, he got it as time expired. Um, although I'm fine uh, for them to make those calls if they were actual fouls, but neither one was an actual foul. Yeah, well, the, I, I'm not disagreeing there. Like, the stuff they were calling it there is compared to what they let go in other cases – Right, right. It's ridiculous. And I'm yes. not even talking about in the last 10 seconds. They, they're they like that for the last two and a half minutes of basketball games. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. And then they called. I was refreshed or found it refreshing to see them call an off-the-ball foul before an inbounds in the Oklahoma City Thunder game. I'm like, <laughs> wow, a shot and the ball? Unprecedented. This is the game I want to watch. Uh Calling this like, game by the rules sounds amazing. You say that uh, you don't always want to go on these rants, but this is why people like the show. I guess. I just I say the same shit over and over again. People have got to be sick of it. But uh, so, it's uh, absolutely the worst. It's why I don't watch these sports anymore. Officiating has ruined it. Have I said this idea before? It's not a real idea. I, I, I don't know if I've said it on the show. This is... I feel like I'm giving away a million-dollar idea here, but whatever. I'll do it for prosperity. And everyone's going to say, this is the stupidest idea ever, but just hear me out. Sure. Outsourcing officiating to people watching the games. Oh, my God. And what you do is, uh, you, as you're watching the games, you make the calls. Kind of like, remember those old stupid... Uh, uh, games and bars for football where you try to pick the play and all that stuff like an oh, app QB, QB, QB1 one, yeah, or something like that where you make the calls and how it works is obviously you need to avoid home team fans or teams with huge fan bases swaying things right you get ranked you actually for actual officials make the same calls and it's you know, compared and if you, or they review the game after, pardon me, that's what it is. You, they review the game after and say, look, the fans, these fans got it right every time. And they start to evaluate your ability to correctly call basketball while the game is happening. And I'm not saying the whistle stops based on fans watching the game, but maybe replays or other stuff is driven by the fans. It's kind of taking on the everyone in the stadium thought that was a catch ridiculousness with football, but I think there is a way to efficiently implement that uh, to make the games better. Just that I'm not, again, this is not a, a complete idea, but I think that's the future of officiating. 
outsourced officiating. Well, if you have a million people watching a game, why should two people make the calls? If there's, let's say at best, a hundred people, very unbiased people who could be doing the same thing with access to replays and everything else that we see in a television broadcast. And you you eliminate corruption because it would be impossible to, you know, control all these different people living in different places, watching the game. That's the future. I don't know exactly how it comes to fruition, but you heard it here first. Um, That's a terrible idea. Okay. We'll see. Talk to me in 20 years. (laughs) I'll be dead. Sorry. (laughs) Me too. Um, (laughs) At, uh, at crystal ways, says over under the bills at 14 and a half wins under unfortunately yeah. Yeah. but i can't wait to be wrong <laughs> uh last question uh this one's from tim he says hey guys uh tim is from south carolina so i'm going to preface this okay um, I enjoy some things about hockey, but cannot sit through an entire game due to the lack of scoring and difficulty seeing the puck. My poorly thought out idea for making hockey more entertaining and uh, definitely poorly thought out and definitely insane, but I think you would love this idea. Sounds like outsourcing officiating, so. Not quite. My poorly thought out idea for making hockey more entertaining is to double the size of both the puck and the net. <laughs> well, I think you got to do sticks at that point too, right? Don't. Uh, what ideas do you guys have to improve a sport that isn't quite entertaining enough? I think what they should do is to find some way to highlight the puck on the ice for the people <laughs> who are watching television at home. Uh, I think HD has solved that problem to some regard. I, we don't need the puck trail anymore. That was an interesting you know, idea. I I get what uh, Tim's saying. I think that um, if you're not familiar with how you know full, how hockey is, is played, and you're not used to the flow of the game, I can understand how it's difficult to see where the puck is or where you're supposed to look. Yes, I get it. It's it's, uh, but I, I think you just got to watch it more, Tim. And lack of scoring. I don't know. I think uh, I think you know there are pretty there are some exciting one nothing games like that Dallas Vegas game that was just on the other night where Dallas won one nothing. They scored on I think the first shot on net, and then it was a back and forth goaltender battle, and it was a pretty good game for for what I saw of it. So I, um, it's not always the low scoring games that are that are boring. Uh, sometimes the high scoring games are the ones that are really boring. Hmm. What about me, this? I don't, I don't necessarily want to see like an eight-seven hockey game. That's no, just lack of defense and lack of actual gameplay. Yeah, I, I don't have any ideas. I was trying to think of something with like a high technology stick that changed state. So like there was less hooking and tripping and stuff like that, and or like ways of limiting what players can do based on contextually changing the state of the stick, like removing the blade on defense and right. something like that. Like that's, but it's impossible. You need it for certain things. It's just, if- it's video game bullshit. It's like video game ideas. Sorry. I wanted contextual. My whole thought was contextual equipment. 
but I don't think it'll work. How about this? Behind each net is a gigantic mirror. Like, we're talking like jumbotron size screen mirror, and the goalies have to face the opposite way and can only make saves by looking in the mirror. I kind of like that. Right? <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Or like you could, mm, yeah, that'll work. I'll take that for sure. All right. If we really want to do it though, I'm fine with making the nets a bit bigger. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I think the problem is the, the, the more they made equipment better to protect the goaltenders, the, it, the equipment got bigger, but the, you know, and so there, there's less room to score. I, I still stand by my previous comment. Outlaw shot blocking. Completely. Right. There was a time where like goaltenders like like Hashik were wearing oversized equipment and oversized jerseys and just, you know, essentially cheating. But mm-hmm. I think getting rid of shot blocking, particularly in the playoffs, would be a, a, a great thing for the game. Like I can appreciate the grittiness and toughness that it takes to do it, but it just so like deliberate shot blocking, like if they go down to they turn to the side and go down to one knee and block it with their yeah. side of their leg, or if they lie down in front of the shot, you cannot intention you cannot intentionally let your knee pad touch the ice. That's there's going to be some that's there's more opportunity for slowing down the game with replays there. Yeah, I mean that's the hardest part. How do you officiate that? I understand it, but conceptually, I think that would improve the game. I'm sure I think purists, you would just have people who would be putting their knee within a centimeter of the ice. Yeah, I, yeah I, how you phrase it or what you do, but if we could get rid of shot blocking, I would be all for it. Yeah, or everyone is blindfolded. Not bad. Remember? Do you remember the, that WrestleMania match between Rick Martel and Jake Roberts? I do, actually. Both blindfolded? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Were, wasn't it from, because they, he was blinded by arrogance? He had yes, arrogance sprayed in his eyes? So, yes. Uh, conceptually, that match should not have worked, but go, looking back at it, it actually worked well. They did a good job, those guys. Didn't he accidentally grab the snake bag at some point? I'm pretty I sure. I think he accidentally grabbed the referee and almost DDT'd the ref. Oh, okay. And then, uh, then realized that it was just the ref Classic. and the nick of time. Um, all right. Yeah. So that's a uh, sack time. Uh, nice. Again, if you want to uh, send us questions and comments, uh, email balldunkpodcast at gmail.com. Send me a tweet at uh, at Baldwin Podcast or uh, at the Gasman Liz. And yes, we are on uh, Instagram at Baldwin Podcast. Has nothing to do with the show. It's just photos of my doggo. Ready for the gas? Should have got some video of him dreaming. Uh, well, yeah, I could have. I'll work on that. Sorry, I just knocked my uh, headphones off here. Hold this guy's on. out of control. He was so excited by my outsourcing officiating idea. I couldn't hear anything. You oh, said. I, you were so excited by my outsourcing officiating idea that you yes, I just I, I can't control myself. All right, we're getting ready for uh, the gas pedal. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe on all your favorite podcast apps: um, Apple Pods, Google Pods. Um, Smoogle pods. What are the other ones? <laughs> Stitcher and Spotify. I think I got them all. And uh, yeah, give us a five-star rating as well. We'd really uh, appreciate that. Download and uh, subscribe on all those apps. Frank, are you ready? Absolutely.
And here we go. Should Novak Djokovic have been disqualified from the U.S. Open for accidentally hitting a line judge with a ball outside of gameplay? Yes. Lord is Garrell Jr. of the Toronto Blue Jays was named AL Player of the Week after batting 467 with two homers and six RBIs. Is he the best of the young Jays? No. The Get some excitement here, man. The Sorry, man. Fuck. You know he ain't the best? He don't cut it. Of... <laughs> the uh, New Jersey Devils have hired Mark Recchi as an assistant coach. Good call. Terrible fucking call. Dustin Johnson had a three-shot victory in the Tour Championship and won the FedEx Cup. Is the $15 million prize really enough money? Absolutely. I love fucking DJ. Woo! The CFL canceled its 2020 season. Will this put the league in jeopardy in the future? Yeah, baby. (laughs) I was still going crazy from DJ. Former WWF superstar Marty Jannetty seemingly confessed a murder on Facebook last month. Now he says it was just a wrestling storyline. Should someone call the police? Yes, I believe so. Uh, Man City midfielder Kevin DeBrenia was voted English Footballer of the Year. Right choice? Absolutely. The 2020 Home Hardware Canada Cup has been postponed indefinitely. How devastating is this for the city of Fredericton, New Brunswick? Crippling! It's a curling tournament. Of course I know it's curling. And finally, Althea Mackey crushed the female competition with an incredible feat of 11.3 meters down in Port Lincoln, South Australia. What sport am I talking about? 11.3 meters. Triple jump! No, the correct answer would be tuna tossing. (laughs) Worked in some balls around the world in the gas pedal. I like it, gas man! Thanks for listening to the show. We'll be back for episode 43. Appreciate your listening. Bubbles!